0: Monday Motivation for July 18th, 2022. Running on Empty. Thanks for joining me for Monday Motivation. I hope you're encouraged to be a doer of God's Word this week. The first images from NASA's new James Webb Telescope were released this week. You should check them out if you haven't seen them. They are the most detailed images of deep space objects observed by humans. But one response I saw on Twitter mentioned not just awe-filled wonder from the sheer magnificence of the images, but also feelings of anxiety or even dread when they were forced to consider the relative insignificance of Earth and themselves in the wide universe. Though we worship the creator of this vast, wondrous universe, we can also be overcome by the anxieties and fears of life. We see this in Elijah, as recorded in 1 Kings chapter 19. Just following the great victory over the prophets of Baal, see the previous chapter and last week's episode, Elijah runs for his life because Queen Jezebel has sworn to kill him. He flees to the desert, despairing as he prays, I have had enough, Lord take my life. Verse 4. By God's power he had seen holy fire rain down, heard the people proclaiming devotion to God, and felt rain for the first time in years. All of this is suddenly forgotten, and his life is now worthless to him but after receiving some angelic encouragement, he journeys south to Mount Horeb or Sinai. Perhaps Elijah desired a meeting with God like Moses had at Sinai, or maybe he felt he had to go back to the beginning to find the right way forward. God does speak and ask what Elijah is doing at the mountain. Elijah's answer doesn't seem to fit the question God asks. He appears to be defending himself and lamenting for the people, even though they had just turned their hearts back to God at Mount Carmel. I wonder if he wasn't trying to convince himself that his life was worth saving. When we desire God's help, we can also feel unworthy of the assistance we need. This causes us to move away from God. More than just speaking, the Lord manifests His presence before Elijah. All Elijah had to do to experience His presence was step out of the shelter of the cave in faith. God was not in the wind or earthquake or fire that passed by, verses 11 through 12. These events were the evidence of God's presence. The beauty and splendor we see around us is a pale reflection of the majesty and glory of the great God who created it. God is not nature, but he uses it to glorify himself. Once these events pass, Elijah hears a gentle whisper and knows that God is before him. What Elijah hears from God is not what we might expect. He receives marching orders. Just as the food from the angel shows Elijah that his life will go on, God's instructions show him that there is a mission to complete. Elijah is to anoint two kings and a successor for himself. God's purpose and kingdom continue on. They were here when we were born. They will continue on after we are gone. To some extent, that does make us insignificant, but everything is insignificant when compared to a god that could wipe it away and remake it with only a thought. You probably haven't cried out for death in the middle of the desert, but you've probably had your share of difficult days. Life isn't easy, and just when you think everything is fine, the rug tends to get pulled out from under you. This doesn't mean the Lord has forgotten you or that your journey with him to this point is meaningless. Remember the God you serve is bigger than anything you can see, and the least whisper of his voice is all we need. Thanks for listening, and I pray God's best for you this week.